Hello, race fans, and welcome to Mile 24 Show. I am your host, as per the huge, as I always say, Craig James. I'm also the Grand Marshal, which in this case means the same thing. So, we're a racing podcast, Mile 24. We're everywhere. Spotify, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, One thing I would also check out is the Flick Chat, new app. We're on it. It's a community for podcasters and people who like podcasts. You can find our group, Mile24Show is the code. Come in, check out our discussion topics. Sign up. It's free. It's awesome. I've had some fun on it. Just getting used to it right now. And uh, yeah, come check it out. It's uh, it's all good fun. Mile24 code. Flick chat on Apple and Android. Anyway... So we got some news. So my boy Austin Dillon was out testing the next-gen car at Richmond. Looked a little crazy. He's got that dazzle camo paint. So it can be hard to see, I assume. Can't quite see all the all the goings-on of the car. The wheels looked interesting. They had some cool stock-looking rims. Five lugs. So a little less than normal. Be interesting to see if they keep that uh, wheel design. It did look pretty cool, though. In uh, IndyCar, we have... Erickson, former former Formula One driver for Sauber, is signing with Chip Ganassi Racing. They're moving to a three-car operation, so Erickson could be a threat next year in Ganassi gear. Uh, where is he? Schmidt? Yeah, he was with uh, Schmidt-Peterson this year, rookie year, so we'll see how he does next year. I've, uh, I think he'll do pretty well, honestly. Uh, Sims in Formula E is going to return to BMW this year, from all reports I see. Will we cover Formula E? Ooh, hard to say. Hard to say the off-season is looming, and we got to find something to do, right? So those are the big news for right now. On to the, onto the races. So we got in Formula 1 returning this week, we got the Japanese Grand Prix in Suzuka. Suzuka? I don't know how it's... I like Suzuka. Or, no, I like Suzaka. Yeah, Suzaka sounds fun. But it's probably Suzuka. Anyway... Should be interesting. It's on Sunday night. It is very, very late, my time, because <laughs> it is in Japan. So that should be interesting. I'm going to try to stay up for it. We're going to prep our body and mind to be able to stay up for this race. Should be interesting. I haven't heard since, but uh, rumor was, or not rumor, but there was a lot of uh, rainstorms and typhoons in the area. So we're kind of People kind of didn't know what was going on with that, so we'll have to see if that affects the race time or anything, which means it's probably going to be wet either way in Suzuka, Suzuka, whatever. Last time I had a crazy rain race, it was Germany, and that race was fantastic, so I wouldn't mind that, which leads me to my prediction. Max Verstappen, with that new Honda power that they took the penalty last uh, race, so they could take the changes and use it this week. Max Verstappen's going to win the race. It's rainy. It's going to be rainy. We get that pound power, that new fancy engine. Let's see. Let's see what they can do. We get a full Red Bull podium. Wouldn't that be crazy? I said podium funny, didn't I? You know, Red Bull podium. Podium. 
But I don't know. We'll see. We will see. My long shot uh, pick is that Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton, yeah, long shot, right? Lewis Hamilton will pick up zero points in Suzuka, Suzuka, whatever it's called. They He won't get a point. He's going to have issues, just like last time in the rain. That's my long shot, that Hamilton will reach zero points. I'm very curious to see how the Ferrari drivers are going to do. As I'm recording, this qualifying hasn't happened yet. I don't even know if practices have started yet, but uh, it's another why it's so hard to get these predictions right, because I don't even know who qualifies where. But it be interesting if Ferrari's uh, drama continues going into Suzuka, Suzaka. I'll just say the Japanese Grand Prix. Going into Japan, well, it'll be interesting to see if the uh, drama continues. I think it will. I think we're going to have more issues. Uh, Vettel seems like a stubborn bull of a man, and Charles lately seems like a little crybaby, unfortunately, because I like Charles, but not the way he's acting lately. So we'll have to see how that plays out. It should be a very interesting uh, dynamic that they got going on over there at Ferrari. It'll be fun to watch, for sure. Another like long shot thing I'd like to see. I'd like to get, see uh, Carlos Sainz get on the podium. I think he's. I think uh, McLaren's probably beginning of the year when we we're doing this podcast. I was falling for Red Bull, but I think I'm more of a McLaren guy. I usually don't like the super big teams. I know they're not doing as good as they used to, but they're one of the best teams of all time. But man, Carlos Sainz and Lando are like the two most likable dudes. So I like to see Sainz or Lando get on the podium. It would be sweet if with all the rain we sneak in and get a Lando Norris win. The meme lord in victory lane. How fun would that be? But I'm excited. It's only been like one week away from Formula One. And Russia was kind of eh. But I'm pretty excited to get back on the track. Of Formula Uno. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm super excited for this race. I'll be super tired. <laughs> I'm glad it's not as long as like a NASCAR race is. Because that would be super unfortunate. But we'll see uh, see how it goes. But that is Suzuka, 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 Japan. In the NASCAR Monster Energy Cup Series, we have Talladega. So everyone's scared of Talladega. The big wild card, the restrictor plate race. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Anybody can win it. Anybody can crash. Some drivers like Joey Logano, Blaney, Chase Elliott had some issues going into the last race. Coming out of the last race, I should say, in Dover, we had an engine failure, brake failure, axle fell off. So these guys are behind the eight ball. I don't know. Are we going to get the championship guys running up front, or are they going to be scared and go to the back? I've been waiting for this race because, well, growing up, I've made it clear, RCR fan forever. Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch are the guys I generally will root for. I try to keep it uh, mostly on the, uh, what do you call that, when you're riding the pine? Oh, what's that word? Um, impartial. Try to stay impartial here. But Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, guys I've rooted for all my life, so that's not going to change. Uh, of the newer guys, because I'm an RCR loyalist, I was like, you know what? Everyone's hating on a guy. It's just like Eli Manning. When everyone was hating on Eli in the NFL, I became a big Eli fan. I was like, I'm jumping on the Austin Dillon bandwagon. Everyone says he's a big baby and mean to him. So obviously I had to stand up for the guy. <laughs> so 
I've been waiting for this race because he has been doing so good lately. And Talladega, anything can happen. So my long shot for Talladega is Austin Dillon. Oh, what? Wouldn't that be crazy? I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Before I get into my main pick, Talladega memories. So just plate tracks in general, but uh, RCR guy, as I said. Which, actually, I should mention that uh, Dale Earnhardt's car, the last one his, from his last win in Talladega in 2000, with the, was it the Winston 500? Uh, my boy Richard Childress is going to be driving that as a pace car this week. So that'll be super awesome to see that car cruising around uh, one more time, especially Richard in the behind the wheel. Should have said that in the news. But it'll happen in the race, so that's exciting. So the memory for Talladega. I forget the exact year. I want to say it was probably like 2003, 2004. Especially 2003 would be an interesting one because they were so bad that year. But um, DEI was winning all the plate tracks, right? You had Harvick, or not Harvick, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Junior and Waltrip killing it. And uh, my grandpappy, he always was rooting for Dale Jr., DEI. And I was a Harvick guy, RCR baby. And I remember Steve Park went and drove, I think it was the 30 car, because I think Robbie Gordon was still in the 31. I was convinced. I was like, you know what? RCR is going to break this DEI stranglehold on these tracks. Steve Park was a DEI driver. He knows the secrets. I was convinced that he would lead us to the promised land. And I don't know why I thought that, because Park didn't do much at restrictor plates that I remember. I don't think he, I don't. Pretty sure he never won one. I can't remember. A uh, little yawn there. I'm recording this pretty late. Um, <laughs> I don't remember him ever doing really well. Fun fact, I met Steve Park. I don't know if anyone knows that. Post on Instagram. Anyway, uh, way back in the day, I was convinced that uh, Park was going to teach Harvick and Robbie Gordon the secrets of Talladega and Daytona, and we were going to friggin' crush them because I always thought DI were inferior cars. I don't know why. I don't know why I always... You'd think as like a three fan who stuck with Harvick, like when he took over, that would have been like more Rudy for DEI. Nowadays, I think back to these times and I'm like, man, I wish I was like rooting for these guys like Waltrip Jr. Sterling Marlin's another big one. I just didn't like him at all. And now I look back, I'm like, man, that 40 silver bullet car was freaking awesome. And uh, I really like Sterling Marlin now. So a lot of the guys uh, that are retired now uh, that I didn't like before, I really, I like them, big fans of now. And I re regret hating them. Not hating them, but not rooting for them back in the day because, you know, now I wish they were there. Yeah, Sterling's a big one as well. So, yeah, that was uh, the Dago memory. I guess it's not Talladega specifically. Another big one was Keselowski's first one. I remember that when uh, he sent Edwards into the fence in a Newman's car. That was friggin' terrifying. I remember that, and I was like, holy crap, especially at the time, the 09 car, that nobody even knew who <laughs> Brad Keselowski was. I did, because I knew he drove for, uh... well, yeah, I was still Junior Motorsports, and I was thinking it was something different, but no, Junior Motorsports has been around since, I think, 06. So, uh, yeah, Kez, 
that was a crazy race as well. So I'm really excited. I like the restrictor plate races. They get a little crazy. Daytona kind of stunk last time because we had a rain out. Oh, it sucked. It rained out. I didn't even get to watch it. And then some schlub from the Xfinity Series one. No, no offense to Justin Haley. He's probably a fantastic fellow and a great driver. But uh, that was a very disappointing end. Tell it or not tell it. I Daytona. I think I might as well tell you who I think is going to win this race. So Ford has been the most dominant manufacturer at these tracks. Chevrolet hasn't really decided. They've kind of gone on their own path. They don't want to help anyone work with other drivers work with any of the other drivers. Get those yawns out. So Ford has the numbers and they've had the speed. I was thinking Clint Boyer because he's still, he still hasn't got a win this year, but Clint, I don't know. He's been so inconsistent with mistakes. He's been, well, no, I shouldn't say that. He's been consistently making mistakes, inconsistent driving. Penske has been kind of off lately, but Logano and Keselowski are both fantastic at play tracks. So I actually have Keselowski because He's been, I've been thinking that he hasn't been doing that great lately because he had his wins a lot. All his wins are in the beginning of the year and he's just been kind of hovering for a little bit. And I was talking to a guy on Flick Chat actually, and he was saying how like Kozlowski's actually been pretty consistent. And I never really thought about that. I went back and looked. I'm like, he's, yeah, he's been up there. He just hasn't really like had impact in any of the races. So you just don't really know that he's there. <laughs> and then he, I guess he just finished well, like, with Do- I'm saying like a lot, it's driving nuts. Dover, he was up there for a little bit and faded off at the end. He still finished in the top 10, but I think <laughs> I only saw him on TV for like a minute. <laughs> so, Kozlowski is, uh, who knows? Maybe this is his time, especially with the uh, how they've been doing lately. They- it's Penske. They're going to turn around eventually. Logano's going to be on a tear, especially after what happened. So, look out, everybody. But I think Brad is going to be the one to win. Out of all the four drivers, I prefer Kevin Harvick to win. But he's not my pick this week. I know in my playoff predictions I said Jimmy Johnson, but hey, what can you do? Hopefully my long shot's one turns out and we get Austin Dillon. (laughs) Pick up the win. Wouldn't that be fantastic? And all you hate is be damned. Hate is be damned. But I'm pretty excited. We got... Japanese Grand Prix was generally a pretty good race, and Talladega. So Talladega can be hit or miss, but for the most part, they're pretty fun. Got the day off. It's going to be exciting. It's Turkey Day up here in Canada, but I'll be eating ham, watching Talladega. So you know what time it is, everybody. It's time to read the standings. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something else. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. So the standings for F1, we have in 20th place with still zero points, George Russell, Robert Kubica in 19th with one point, Antonio Giovinazzi in 18th with four points, Roman Grosjean 17th with, or uh, Giovinazzi with four points, Grosjean with eight points, 16th we got Lance Stroll for Racing Point in 19th, or in 16th with 19 points, 20 points, Kevin Magnussen in 15th. Kimi Raikkonen is in 14th with 31, uh, tied for 12th. So Sergio Perez and Nico Hulkenberg. Oh my god, I can't read today. 
Sergio Perez and Daniel Kvyat are both at 33. Another tie with uh, the Renos at 34. 10th, uh, Lando Norris at 35 points in 9th. Alex at... Yeah. Alex Albon at 852. I'm just so tired, guys. I'm like seeing double looking at the screen. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Sainz in 7th with 66. Pierre Gasly in 69... Or in 6th with 69 points. See what I mean? Sebastian Vettel with 194 points in fifth. Max Verstappen fourth with 212 points. Charles Leclerc with 215 points in third. Valtteri Bottas 249 in second. And your boy Lewis Hamilton with 322 points. Over in the Monster Energy Drink Cup Series. We got our top 12. We got Ryan Blaney in last, 22 points below the cut line. Chase Elliott in 11th, 7 points below the cut line. Clint Boyer in 10th, four points below the cut line, and Logano tied with William Byron for that final spot. So one of these guys isn't going to make it. Uh, Alex Bowman, 17 points to the good in 7th. Kozlowski, 20 points up in 6th. Kevin Harvick in 4th with 42 points up. Kyle Busch in 3rd, 48 points up as well. Tied with Denny Hamlin, who's 2nd. With 48, obviously, because it's tied. Martin Truex Jr. in in first with 63 points to the good. And in fifth, but at the top of the table, because he has a win in Dover this round, locked in, we got Kyle Larson. So those are your point standings as we stand right now. It's good to go through F1 and get a refresher, even though I butchered it because I don't... (laughs) Because I'm sleepy, man. Oh, well. As I said, I'm excited. And it is time, everybody, finally... For some sweet cake. Get your bets in. Time to win some sweet cake. Papa's got to get himself a new Camaro. Sweet cake. Sweet cake. Time for some sweet freaking cake. Alright, so FanDuel in our quick picks. We have your dominator, Brad Keselowski. He's winning the race. You could go with Lagana. I wouldn't follow you, but you'll finish second. Brad Keselowski, your dominator for the FanDuel Quick Picks. Your contender pick, Chase Elliott. I mean, he just won here last spring, and he's going to be hungry because he had a bad day in Dover. So, finished last, actually. So, Chase Elliott is your contender pick. Underdog, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch has been always very good at these tracks, very consistent, so hard to go against him. In your field, actually pick Michael McDowell. Driving a Ford, who knows what can happen? It's Dega, so... I mean, there's no real point in doing the segment. Pick whoever, because it literally does not make a difference. Remember Daytona? The guy... Some guy picked, like... The highest-picked guy on his team was, like, 74, and he won the grand prize because he had, like, McDowell and those type of guys on his team. just full of it. Just like a troll team, and it won. It was so annoying. <laughs> Back to FanDuel. Your tier three pick will be the 95. Very low for DiBenedetto. Led all the laps at Daytona 500. Not all of them, but he led the most. $6,500 will get you brand spanking new Matt DiBenedetto, so I would recommend that. Uh, Kurt Busch, 9700 I just said how consistent and very good at these tracks he was. You're crazy if you don't do what I tell you and pick him. And your number one tier one pick is with $1,500, or $12,500, you got Brad Keselowski. He's going to win the race, so why wouldn't you pick him, right? 
over in DraftKings. So this makes it a little more interesting because guys cost less, but you have an extra one. It's very, very interesting. Bubba Wallace will be your tier three pick with 6,200. He had some interesting, uh, interesting last few weeks. Look for Bubba. He did uh, pretty well in Daytona. Look for him to do well here in Talladega. Put Bubba in there. Tier two. So, DiBenedetto, I usually have him as the third tier, but he's rated a lot higher in uh, DraftKings than he is in FanDuel. So, FanDuel is a freaking steal for 6,500. So, you better be taking him in FanDuel. But even DraftKings for 7,900, I would still go with him. I think he's going to do very well. I think he finishes top five. But man, it just goes to show you how <laughs> how much of a steal Matt DiBenedetto is in FanDuel. $6,500. This guy's $8,000 almost in DraftKings. Crazy. Crazy. And number one, obviously, is going to be Brad Keselowski because he's won in the race, as I already said, six times. And he's under $10,000. You can get him for $9,600. I got Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano on my pool. And Bubba. And DiBenedetto. Don't just copy my whole team. Don't copy my team, guys. Well, if you because if you do, we'll all win like a buck, and that will not be good. I will be sad because, as the intro says, Papa needs a Camaro. I'm tired of waiting. I want a silver one. <laughs> Let me just go into my Camaro list. I want a silver one. With, uh... <laughs> anyway, those are your sweet cake picks. So we got FanDuel, Dominator, Keselowski, Contender, Chase Elliott, Underdog, Kurt Busch, Field, Michael McDowell. Your full team picks. Tier 3, 6,500, Matt DiBenedetto, Kurt Busch for 97 for your second tier. That's kind of interesting. That's 97, Kurt Busch. My ring won the championship in 97. Yeah. Kozlowski for $12,500. Third tier for your DraftKings, number 43, almost at Richard Petty. Bubba Wallace, 6,200. Matt DiBenedetto with 7,900 for your mid tier. And Brad Kozlowski for $9,600. Those are your picks. Don't blow them all in one place. I hope you guys do well with picks. I like to see you win some money, but I gotta win the most. Can't stress that enough. <laughs> anyway. I've been Craig James. Thanks for checking it out. I think I did pretty well considering how damn tired I am. Literally falling asleep as I'm talking. <laughs> I thought I did alright though. Comments below. Thanks for checking us out. Like I said, you can find us Anywhere podcasts are podcasts. I'm just, <laughs> you can find our podcast on podcasts. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and YouTube. And again, check out Flick Chat, the app on Android and Apple. <laughs> Jeez, this is getting rough. Check Find the Group, Mile 24 Show, all one word. Interact with me interact with the fans. It's all good. Thanks for coming out, guys. I hope you have a great day and a great night, depending on when you listen to it. I'm going to bed. Peace. Keep it clean.